0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the Land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed Fantasy Hockey Streaming Champion of the World, It's the strength. Gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest Fancy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's... The Stream Scheme! We won't be talking about your superstars like your Max Pacioretis or your Mark Stones here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty-gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are just too scared to touch. The Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cuckupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, not me, my team's terrible, although I do have to remind myself that it's just one of those years where the puck is just not going to bounce my way from my cupful team, but the rest of my leagues I'm actually doing pretty good in, so I'll extend that same sentiment to you. Uh, It's natural for us to always care about the league that we're doing the worst in, but hey, if you're here listening to the Stream Scheme, I bet in more leagues than not, you're doing pretty good. Speaking of teams that did do pretty good, you know real quick we got to review how we did last week because we're all about accountability here on the Stream up first we've got Jared McCann did my Jared McCann pick hit Yes, it McDed. Okay, that doesn't really work as well, but you get the idea. I was a little scared there for McCann whenever Crosby was out for a game because McCann was the odd man out when they stacked that Malkin-Rust-Gensel line. But luckily Crosby came back and McCann is looking pretty freaking good alongside Malkin and has McCann put up three points in three games with two goals, nine shots, and five hits in addition to having one more game today on Sunday. So McCann makes it two for two this year on former streamers of the year coming through for us. And if you did pick up McCann, this might surprise you, but I'm gonna try and trade him. Pittsburgh has a terrible schedule this next week, only playing three times with no off day games. I don't think I'd have it in me to just drop McCann at this point, but I would take less than he's probably worth to trade him. Kevin LeBanc is a hit for us this week as he had 2 goals, 10 shots, and 7 hits through 4 games. LeBanc is still getting that primo deploymento, skating on the top line and top power play there in San Jose, but it's just those 2 games that LeBanc didn't score no one on his team did. They got shut out against Diaz on Wednesday and against Vegas on Saturday. And hey, that's the risk with players from the West. I know I tended to avoid players from the West whenever I was drafting because I thought those shutouts and low-scoring games would be a lot more frequent than they have been, but Anywho, getting back to LeBanc, San Jose plays on Monday and then not again until Friday and Saturday. So I'd probably hang on to him for that Monday game and then you can drop him after that for another streamer. Jesper Faust, I'm not proud of this one, but I'm counting it a win here. He's got two points in three games with not a lot of perfs, but he does also play today on Sunday as well. So this could always turn from a questionable dub to a confident dub. But yeah, I warned you guys, Faust was just the flavor of the week there in Carolina and easy come, easy go as Faust is back to playing third line with Stahl and McGinn to form a complete line of guys who had their hearts broken by getting a taste of the Ajo-Svechnikov line and then losing it. But you know what they say, it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all, and needless to say, it's the same thing with that line, so... Definitely time to drop Jasper Foss. Up next, Chandler Stevenson, and now we're talking. People like to poke fun at my advanced statistic, DUE, but it's a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. I told you he absolutely had to accidentally fall into some points for us, and he sure did, as Stevenson put up five points in four games with nine shots, seven hits, and even tossing in five blocks for good measure for us as well. Just one of the best weeks of the year for us so far until at least we talk about our next guy. But yeah, this is just what Stevenson does. He'll go pointless over the next two weeks, but that won't stop me from rostering him this next week as Vegas has a very good schedule this next week. And he looks like he's pretty locked in with patches and stone there. So hang on to Chandler Stevenson for now. And our last regular forward streamer pick was Ricard Raquel. And my boy, my main man, Ricky Rax is absolutely on fire right now as he easily had the best week of the year for us so far with seven points in four games along with 16 shots and seven hits during that span and even going back a little bit further Raquel has nine points in his last five games if you picked him up this past week congratulations to you because he probably helped you win this past week and you gotta ride out this hot streak until the wheels fall off for Ricky Rack's Ricard Raquel Brett Pessy missed out on this one started out with a goal and four shots on Monday was looking great But then simply could not luck into another point for the rest of the week And that's essentially what we were banking on for Pessy because his peripherals are just not consistent enough to be a hit Pessy is our first loss of the week, and you can drop him. Up next, Marco Scandella, Mr. Scandello himself, could not get it done for us. He put up a point on Monday, just like Pessy, and then he at least put up some blocks for us to rest it away, but the shots just weren't there, and he couldn't get another point. Uh, I was due for a losing week on defense. I had hit at least two out of three defensive streamer picks every week of the year so far. I shouldn't have mentioned it, uh, as soon as I said it out loud I pretty much gave myself the L right here, just like the L I'm taking on Marco Scandalo. Up next, Esa Lindell, somehow he was my best defensive pick last week, I'm calling Lindell a hit, as he had a point, just one shot, but 7 hits and 10 blocks for us this week, and he plays today on Sunday as well, so that's 10.25, a points through 3 games so far. And since he plays today, uh, all he would need would be just 1.75, a couple points, to get us to an average of three a game, which is what we're looking for for streamers. And I think he'll be able to get that no problem. So I am calling this one a hit for Essa Lindell. Pavel Zaka, uh, the shallow league streamer of the week, curse is back with a vengeance this week as Zaka had been a point-per-game player like all season long, except for obviously when we pick him as a streamer. Oy not much to say about Zaka here. Super disappointing week. He only had one assist, no periffs through three games, although he does play today on Sunday, so who knows, but I'm going to call this one a big fat loss here for the shallow league streamer of the week. And lastly, you know who did do better than Pavel Zaka? Our ludicrous streamer of the week. It's Rudolph Bowsers. It wasn't flashy. He did it all in one game, but hey, two points and five shots, five hits and three blocks in four games for the sharks, which for a ludicrous streamer who's still 0% rostered, by the way. That's a win. Although, yeah, like I said, for LeBanc, if you have Bowser still on your team, I'd hold him for the Monday game and then send him back to the waiver wire after that. So that's 7 for 10 overall, but let's be real. This week's 7 for 10 absolutely kicks the crap out of last week's 7 for 10. Uh, We were 6 for 7 on our forward streamers. Always love to see that. Thanks a lot, Zaka. Uh, That makes us 5-1 on the season so far but let's not rest on our laurels in fact let's not rest at all pedal to the metal baby but enough pitter patter let's get at her next up we're going to look at the schedules for the upcoming week starting with monday march 8th 2021 on monday we have 12 teams playing 18 teams playing on tuesday 10 teams playing on wednesday 20 teams playing on thursday 10 teams play on Friday, 24 teams on Saturday, and 12 teams on Sunday. Very basic week with... Finally, the regular Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday as the clear busy days, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday as the clear slow days. Recently we've been seeing a lot of those gray days with like 14 and 16 teams playing, but luckily we avoided that this week. For the best schedule this week, we've got a lot of good ones to pick from because we have a whopping 5 teams this week with (laughs) Astreamagami! I had to pick one uh, I'd probably go with the Ottawa Senators as they play that obviously Monday Wednesday Friday Sunday but unlike the four other teams out west with streamagamis Ottawa gets to play three games against Edmonton and one against Toronto so the Senators have the best schedule this week and as I mentioned we also have the Arizona Coyotes the Colorado Avalanche the LA Kings and the Minnesota Wild all have streamagamis as well as they play on Monday Wednesday Friday and Sunday but they play each other so there's always a possibility like we saw with the Sharks, that any of those teams might get shut out a couple times in this week. After that, there's a tier below those teams that have a few teams with good schedules. The Anaheim Ducks, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Vegas Golden Knights all have four games this week with three off-day games in there, so pretty good schedules. The worst schedule of the week is an easy one. We've got the Calgary Flames, They are the only team that plays just two games next week with both those games coming on the busy days of Thursday and Saturday. So go ahead and get rid of any of those Fringe Flames players on your roster. And then after that, we've got a bunch of teams with pretty bad schedules this week. We've got... The Boston Bruins, the Buffalo Sabres, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Florida Panthers, the Nashville Predators, the New York Rangers, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, and the Winnipeg Jets all only playing three times this week and with all three of those games coming on the busy days of Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So that's a bunch of teams we won't be picking from this week. And with that, let's get into our streamer picks this week. For my top forward streamer pick of the week, I'm going with Ryan Getzlaff of the the Anaheim Ducks. Perhaps it's just the good vibes continuing over from my Ricky Racks pick last week, but I'm feeling pretty good about the Ducks this week. Believe it or not, at one point, uh, I did have four Anaheim streamers this week, but then I said that to myself out loud, and I knew that I was setting myself up for failure. But I'm really into Getzlaff this week. He's playing a boatload of minutes, perhaps to showcase him for a trade. Who knows? But Getzlaff is playing heavy minutes. Whatever line he's playing on at even strength is going to be the top line, and he's playing the top power play as well. Getzlaff is a little bit on a roll right now. He's got three points in his last four games, so some might argue that Picking him here at the end of his hot streak is not a good idea, but I think that four games against the Kings and the Sharks can keep that hot streak going for him. So not only four games against some good teams, but three of those games are coming on the off days of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, in addition to Saturday, if you have room for him then. Right now, Getzlaff is only rostered in just 8% of Yahoo leagues, so pick up Ryan Getzlaff. For this next forward streamer, you guys already know this guy. He's always around doing his thing. He's never actually rostered though, so we always end up streaming him. We're following him into the dark. That's right, it's Alex Iofalo of the LA Kings. I would like this pick a lot more if follow didn't have two points yesterday because before that he was scoreless in his last four, but it is what it is. This is the sound of settling. Ayafalo doesn't shoot, no, nor does he hit or block or do any of those things, you know, that typically score us points. But what he does do is play a ton. He's not only that primo deploymento guy playing alongside Anze Kupitar on the top line and top power play, our boy Alex follow is even out there killing penalties. as well, And you already know, but the Kings got that sweet, sweet streamagami this week playing on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And he's only rostered in 10% of leagues right now on Yahoo. So hopefully the soul will meet the body here for this pick and Alex Ayafalo will come through for us. Although I feel like Ayafalo has burned us a bunch of times before. It's like that ex you haven't talked to in forever. And then you're like, I can't even remember why we broke up. And then... He's going to score zero points for us, and we're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's why. But, oh, whatever. Take a chance on Alex I follow. My next forward streamer is going to be Jesperi Kotkaniemi of the Montreal Canadiens. And this is a fun little fact you can use to impress your friends at parties. Did you know that Kotkaniemi is currently getting the best deployment of anyone in Montreal? It's true. It's darn true. Who knows if it'll last, but currently Kotkaniemi is playing even strength with Tyler Toffoli and Josh Anderson. Not half bad, and unlike his even strength line mates, he's actually the only one of the three who's getting top power play time as well. I guess... Their power play units are actually kind of split, but technically Kotkaniemi's unit was out there first, so this still counts. Now, are the Habs going to score 7 ghouls every game? Hopefully, but probably not. Uh, but with that kind of deployment, I still think counting on Kenyemi to pick up a couple points for us this week isn't asking for too much. And while the Habs don't have the best schedule this week, it's still pretty good playing on Monday, Wednesday, and then on Thursday and Saturday. So if you need someone specifically for that Monday, Wednesday stretch, he's a great pick here and only rostered in just 7% of Yahoo leagues. So pick up. The best deployment in Montreal, Yes Perry, Cock and Yemi. For my next forward streamer pick, it's Josh Norris of the Ottawa Senators. You know I had to have someone from the Senators. They have the best streaming schedule of the week with a streamagami, and they get to play the Oilers three times in there, with Toronto as well being on their final Sunday game. Hopefully, that means that there will be points to be had for the Senators this week. And if I was picking a Senator, my choices were going to either be Norris or Artem Anisimov. And hey, don't poo-poo Anisimov. He does have three points in five games, and he is playing with Drake Bathurston and Jimmy Stutzla. Uh, Norris is playing, though, with Baby Tachuks, and neither of those guys are on the power play. I mean, neither Uh, Norris or Anisimov, but Norris's minutes and line mates are much more secure though, and although I was certainly tempted to make Anisimov the ludicrous streamer of the week, it uh, only 10% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. I'm going to go with the safer Josh Norris here and hoping that there will be plenty of points to be had for both of them this week in Ottawa. My last forward streamer pick this week is a repeat pick. It's Jesse Pujarvi of the Edmonton Oilers and I know this one is a little bit of a stretch in terms of the rosterage. He's rostered in 19% of Yahoo Leagues right now but hey, first off, if it's in the teens then it qualifies as a regular streamer alright, so I don't want to hear it. And the second that percentage should be way lower here soon anyways because Poole just recently got bumped off the McDavid line and now he's playing with Nugent Hopkins and Cahoon and I wanted kind of like I wanted someone from uh, Ottawa I had to have someone from Edmonton because of the four times that they played this week three of those against the Senators and trust me if there was any other viable option in Edmonton, I would have went with them as a streamer. Uh, but Cahoon sucks. Neil only plays like eight minutes. Chaseon gets to power play time, but never does anything with it. It's actually kind of insane what's going on in Edmonton with their freaking forwards but hopefully Paul Yarvi uh is able to find a couple of points for us this week with that schedule so if he's there you absolutely need to pick up Jesse Paul Yarvi this week up next we've got some defensive streamers for you my top defensive streamer pick this week is Kevin Shattenkirk of the Anaheim Ducks and you know what now, I'm going to double down on Duck Defenders, baby. I'm also going to throw Cam Fowler of the Anaheim Ducks in there as well. So, altogether, that means we're tripling down on Ducks this week. There is absolutely no way this could end well, but I'm doing it anyway anyway. I'm crazy like a fox or maybe more likely crazy like a duck Uh, Shattenkirk is the defender that has the more secure power play deployment right now but sometimes both uh, Shattenkirk and Fowler are both out there at the same time and there's also no denying Cam Fowler's insane production as of late which means he'll probably likely put up a goose egg this week but if I don't pick him here when the Ducks have a great schedule and he goes and continues to put up points I would have felt like an even bigger idiot than not picking him at all so it's kind of like a fantasy catch-22 but as we mentioned with GetSlaff they've got one of the best schedules this week with four games against the Kings and the Sharks so why not Shattenkirk is the one that's a little bit harder to come by being rostered at 18% of Yahoo leagues where Fowler is just rostered in 7% of Yahoo leagues so go ahead take your pick and let's go Ducks this week please and for my last defender streamer this week I'm calling an old friend out of retirement He's busting out the cane and limping out there on the ice. It's Mr. Blocks himself, Chris Russell, of the Edmonton Oilers. Now, before you turn off the podcast, hear me out, all right? Now, I'll be the first one to admit, Chris Russell certainly isn't the blocking savant that he once was, and his minutes are much smaller these days. There's no doubt about that. But he's still no slouch when it comes to putting up perifs, and he can still luck into an assist with the best of them. Now, just the fact that he have three points in his last two games mean that he's not going to get us any points probably but come on he's got three games against the senator this week four games total can't stress that enough we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here people a lot of games plus off day games plus bad opponents equals streamable players it's like the pythagorean theory but it's more like the streamagami theory he makes it sound like uh, streamagami was an old philosopher or something like that But uh, yeah, pick up Chris Russell. He's 0% rostered right now in leagues, so why not pick up Chris Russell and hopefully... The Oilers and the Senators score 10 goals a game against each other this week. Up next, we've got our Shallow League streamer of the week. It's Dennis Guryanov of the Dallas Stars. Now, I think I learned my lesson with Shallow League streamers last week. The Shallow League streamers only want to perform if they are due, which Guryanov is most definitely G-U-E. He has been pointless since about February 11th, so that's like a month, but much like Chandler Stevenson this past week, there's no way that this can continue While he is getting that primo deploymento, they might shift around, obviously, because Dallas stinks and they're trying to find anything that works. But for now, Guryanov is playing with Pavelski and Ben, at both even strength and the top power play as well. He's on the low side of rosterage for a shallow league streamer at just 21%, which is actually very high for someone who hasn't scored a point in a month. I'm not saying that he's going to turn into a season-long hold or anything again, but for one week, I'm confident that Denis Guryanov can put together a good week for us this week. And lastly, for my ludicrous streamer of the week... I'm going with Tyler Pitlick of the Arizona Coyotes. Now, I'm not in love with this pick. Pitlick has got a face that just looks like it's begging to be punched. Not only that, but in his last game, he had two goals and seven shots. That generally means he's going to do nothing for us this week. But as far as ludicrous streamers go, he'll have to do. Pitlick has got great deployment, playing with Dvorak and Keller at even strength, and he's on their second power play unit as well with Brassard and Keller. Pitlick's minutes seem pretty secure. He's getting at least 16 minutes a game in each of his last five games. And while I don't love Arizona's schedule, I mean, I guess it's a streamagami, but they do play the Avs in the wild this week, so I'm not as hopeful about plentiful points as much as I am for the teams that I'm picking from the Northern Division this week. But still, at only 1% rostered in Yahoo! Leagues, if you're looking for someone who's got good deployment for four off-day games this week, then pick up Tyler Pitlick. So there we have it! To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, March 8th, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers Ryan Getzlaff, Alex Iofalo, Jesperi Kotkaniemi, Josh Norris, and Jesse Pugliarvi. Our defensive streamers are Kevin Shattenkirk, Cam Fowler, and old Chris Russell. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Dennis Girianoff, while our ludicrous streamer of the week is Tyler Pitlick. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patreon Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you don't have to listen to me, but your league mates will. See you.